you by Relentless MMA and Fitness. Relentless MMA and Fitness at 2118 Highway 45 in Columbus, Mississippi takes on the best martial arts training in Columbus today. Proudly training people of all ages and abilities. At Relentless, the goal is to provide the Golden Triangle with quality martial arts in a safe, family-friendly fashion to see mixed martial arts grow, teaching self-defense, fitness, and training to athletes of all calibers. At Relentless, we strive to be the best mixed martial arts gym by working to provide the best coaches and instructors curriculum and offer a clean, safe, fun environment for you and your family to learn. Plus, there's something for all ages and experience levels. Come see us today at Relentless MMA and Fitness, 2118 Highway 45, Columbus, Mississippi. Or call today for more information, 662-259-8005. That's 662-259-8005 for Relentless MMA and Fitness. We've had your back and spent so much money on making sure you guys are safe so that you guys can put money into this other shit and get your shit together. Don't even start to talk shit. Get For the real. fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Anyway. Baby countries. I mean, there's like right. 10 million people. Yeah. It's like the size of New York. Yeah, exactly. Like the Netherlands. And when you're doing, when, you, when you're dealing, like I've said on this on the podcast before, any, any style of government works on a small enough level. Yeah. Like pure communism, if you're talking about a hundred people works, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like everything works on a small enough level. Nothing works on a large enough level. When they, when countries get so big, you get to a point that it's like, okay, like you're Shut gonna have the fuck up. You're gonna have send Texas pretty, over there to kick your <laughs> We're gonna drop off rednecks with Texas. AR-15s and just fuck you guys up. That's the great thing about rednecks, man. I'm still on a Bill Burr bit when I say that. That's the great thing about. That's when you really need rednecks. You need Texans. You need, and there's rednecks everywhere. Rednecks oh, yeah, are not a absolutely. southern thing. They're all, dude, Maine, of, Ohio, Michigan. <laughs> you know, like they're everywhere, dude. And you know, just just give like they're like we're gonna issue you a gun. They're like, no, nah, I'm alright. I brought my own. Like you know, we're good. I got my own. They're ready to go, bro. They've been shooting that bitch since they were a little kid. They don't even need to go to basic training. Well, they do, but you know, like you. So they're still shutting down gyms in California. Oh got a buddy fuck yeah! I didn't. I don't. I, I mean, I'm, I'm be honest with you. I don't watch news or shit like that anymore i think the government has no business stepping into the private sector at all i'm gonna be honest with you why do you think they don't do it here they don't care about because because the way we vote what Uh, they had like thought it was going to be like if it really was the bubonic plague you know i still don't agree with it really Mm -mm. i don't think that the government has the right because when you what if it's going to destroy the country though then i think that just let it be i think yep Really? Mm-hmm. I think that the government can. I, I'm not a hundred percent against the government doing like bailouts for small businesses, so that they can shut down if they want to. But when you give any government the right for any reason to step on the rights of its citizens, then you can't get mad when it steps on the rights of its citizens. So yeah. like, like, and in, in if you give them the right with COVID to do this, and then in a few years when the flu hits, and it's like we're going to shut you guys down again. Well, it's just the flu. Yeah, we did it on COVID. The numbers on the deaths of the flu this year are worse than COVID. Where we got to shut you guys down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we have a, a an entire generation of people who are number one completely dependent on the government. We can't sustain ourselves because we're having to be shut down. We can't run small businesses. Corporations have completely t- taken over. The small businesses can't survive anymore. I think that I'm a little idealistic. Don't get me wrong, but when you start letting and and it, I shut my my gym down before the government shut me down, which made me feel a little bit better about having to shut down. 
I have absolutely zero intention of shutting down again, even if the government steps in. If Joe Biden passes like a 100-day shutdown, I will not shut down. If I will let any of my employees that want to go home, which, Dan, you work for me, and if you want to go home and you don't want to get in trouble, cool, you can go home. I'm not going to make you stay here. Mo's in here. He works for me. He's on the camera. If he wants to go home, I'll let him go home. I have absolutely zero intention. If you want to take me to jail, take me to jail. But I have a family to feed. I have clients that pay me. I can. I don't have enough money to not charge my clients because if I stop charging my clients, then I go broke. The government's not going to give me enough money to, to keep my gym open. And I've spent literally my entire life building this business. I don't have enough money saved up now after the first shutdown to survive. And I would literally have to go back to, they'd have to come take my truck, take my house, whatever. And I'd lose everything, you know? And, and another thing that the government doesn't understand is just the, the importance of momentum in a business. We've talked about this before too, but the importance of momentum, like it took me years to build the momentum that I had going into COVID years, years, almost a decade to build that momentum which I'd made a lot of mistakes and that's what messed it up. I could build it again faster if I started over, but, and I have, but it takes years to build that momentum. And then for that momentum to just completely come to a complete stop. You can't even, even if you were to pay me all the money that I would have gotten during that time, it doesn't make up for the money I'm going to lose over the next five years. I feel like the gym is like the, the time period is like PC, like pre COVID mm-hmm. for you and like post COVID. It's totally different people. Be the same, We've talked about PC. that. Stay on your mind. Um, yeah, yeah, your yeah, PC and PC, PC po, po, pre-COVID and post-COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was pre there and post. For, the, for the for the pre-COVID. Yeah, you came you came along after. But yeah, I just don't think the government has a right. I don't think I, I think it like when you, when you when you make those exceptions, I think that it makes it like um, you don't really hold the values that you say that you hold. When you say the government doesn't have the right to shut down businesses in the private sector, but you say, well, we're, we're going to make an exception because this I mean, the is government really bad. does, though, shut down businesses in the private sector when they want to. And like, I disagree with that. Yeah. Like, let's say, like, yeah, when, like, when it comes to drugs, I mean, like, well, look, that's not a, I mean, I, I disagree. I'm I'm I'm, they, they have, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pro. Uh, the FDA. I'm anti- I mean, they'll go into your, they'll go into your business. You're not clean enough. Not FDA. The, um, yeah, I think when you so start your business, if it's and, not and clean, that is shut it down. That I mean, is the thing. Government. That is the thing with COVID that you have to you do have to take into account to a certain extent. Is when you and I disagree with shutting down businesses really almost for any reason. Um, I'm super hardcore libertarian, um, but the when you start putting people in danger without them knowing that they're in danger, that's one thing. Okay, so like I believe in government, like. I think that business should be forced to put what they put in the products they're selling on the product. Okay. So if I'm selling you X, I should have to put all the ingredients like I put in the product. Not yeah, All the ingredients I put in it, everything that I put in it should be on that label on that packaging. I agree with that. Right. I think that if I'm putting something poisonous in my product, that's hurting people. I think the government should step in there because I'm hurting people. If a crime is victimless, I don't think there should be a law. I'm against any drug laws. I don't believe there should be any drug laws. I think that methamphetamine, PCP, I think all of it should be legal. Um, Just but, like Oregon. Is it Oregon right now? Yeah, they 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 uh, yeah they, they do criminalize decriminalize, which you still get tickets. You still get a ticket, oh, and then yeah. if you go if you get caught with it, you have to go to rehab. And I'm sure if you're if you're dealing, that's a different story too. Yeah, but most of the time dealers are just. Like there is a crime of opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, like there's no money in dealing if it's legal. And most of the really dangerous drugs were created by uh, drug laws. Think about it. 
meth, meth, the, the, what we know as modern methamphetamine, crack rock, um, crocodile, heroin, all these really dangerous drugs. were that crocodile. Yeah, it's crazy. Is that, was that a thing down here? That, no. All right. No, but it was created because heroin was too hard to get a hold of, and heroin was, was created because opium was so hard to get a hold of. It was a way for them to cut it and make it stronger and make it easier and cheaper for people to get crack the same thing why did that need to happen it needed to happen not because people needed a stronger version of opium but because people couldn't afford opium people couldn't afford heroin people couldn't get their hands on it It was the war on drugs made the world less safe you look at look at look at the crime in the united states look at the most when was the most dangerous when was the highest murder rate per capita in the united states you guys know no clue 80s and 90s were really bad but it wasn't the highest prohibition yeah, when alcohol was illegal per capita, there was more murder than any other point in human history in, in United States history. Um, I'll even look it up for you, just to make sure that I'm telling you guys um, right. But that was uh, that was the highest murder rate, right? When when the government tried to step in and make alcohol illegal, when they tried to like dictate the morality of its citizens, who was getting dead? Every uh, lots of people. The Alcohol makers or the alcohol I mean, haters. I don't have I don't have a hundred percent facts on every bootleggers. I mean, it's it's probably, probably both. But there was a lot. There was a lot of it's like both. whenever you make something illegal, you create a black market for it. Whenever there's a black market for something, whenever you make whenever there's a black market for something, crime is going to follow that black market. Um, so you look you at just like look at the Massachusetts is kind of like a lesser scale of it, but they like illegalized menthol cigarettes. Well, you know what that means? It's a black market now. People are going to Rhode Island and to Maine. Damn, you can't have menthol cigarettes. Yeah, so like Newport and whatnot. Why? Because they're assholes. I don't know. That's such a dickhead. I mean, look, I don't smoke menthol cigarettes. Because of their fiberglass? If you want to smoke menthol cigarettes, you should be able to. Hold on. Is it because of the fiberglass? Huh? The fiberglass inside of them? I think they, they say it's less healthy. It's yeah, bad. Apparently or, or it appeases the kids, I think. That's what it is. Oh, really? Yeah. The kids like to smoke menthol more. And they did the same thing with, with um, the vapes. Like They don't have like flavored vapes. Like You can't get like a... I've heard of that. A, you know, grape flavored vape. Now you can only get, I think tobacco flavored vape. Fuck. But either way, they're still going to get the vapes. This is going to cost more to the right. people that buy right. it, but they're going to get it because they, you know, the people that smoke Newports, they love their Newports. So instead mm-hmm. of drug oh, dealers, yeah. love Newports. instead of drug dealers, you got corner C- cigarette dealers mm-hmm. just selling smoke. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, but a few years ago, that guy, Eric Garner yep. got killed in New York for selling Newports. I, I, I knew he was selling cigarettes. I didn't realize that it was because they were, I was wondering why he was selling cigarettes. That's what it was for. Be- because he's selling them cheaper. I mean, he probably shipped them up from like yeah. You know, okay, so it wasn't because it was it was Tennessee Newports. It was. It's not because it was Newports. I got because you. Because you sound like. Can we run it back? Can you tell me the story? Because I have yeah, no. Yeah, don't you remember the guy? He died. He was like getting choked. He did. He didn't die from the chokehold. I don't think, but I think so. From like I doubt 10 it. People on top. But that was four ten people on top of him is different. Like he died from ten people on top of him not from the chokehold. Yeah. The big guy, the obese guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he had. Panic attack, probably. And that on top, like he had a stress-induced heart attack. On top of yeah. the fact he had like ten people on top of him on his Insane chest, and then, and then, it's yeah, they were choking. And see, that's the problem. That's the problem. See, and until you fix that, a lot of people, and a lot of people like want to fix like the problem with like the police officers and stuff in the country. And the first thing you got to fix is some of these laws, man. Like, and that's mm-hmm. the problem with when you make a, an item illegal. When you make something uh, something I can have in my pocket, you cannot be a police officer. And 
uh, protect someone's civil rights and also enforce laws that make it illegal for me to hold a substance. I, mean, I think most of it's over taxes. I mean, they're not probably they want to they want to tax everything. But I mean, that you could do that. I think honestly, I think it's it's old morality police stuff. I think I think it is. I think it is a. That's the reason they're not implementing it is because they can't tax it. But think of, like think about how much money we're spending in law enforcement on uh, um, like fighting drugs. You know what I mean? Like how much money are we spending as a country on the oh, war on drugs? Yes. And then look at the murder rate. All right, when the war on drugs was at its peak in the eighties and nineties, you were looking at per every hundred thousand people, you were looking at like a nine to ten people were getting murdered every year. During the Obama administration, after he ended the war on drugs, we dropped to like three or four. During Prohibition, I forget what it was, but it was a ridiculous. It was higher than ten people per hundred thousand. It was a ridiculously high number. Less kids are getting abducted now than they were in the '90s. It's a safer world now than it's been. We're living in a safer world in 2021 mm-hmm. than like kids are safer now than they have been since the 1950s. You wouldn't think so but because we're, we have so much access to information exactly, because of social media yeah. and 24-hour news. We think we're in more danger, but we're not. And because CNN's making money when we're scared. Exactly we're, right. Yeah. Exactly right. They love it. They Ex- love. They love COVID. I mean, they love fear that. propaganda because we're, we're watching TV 24/7. The more they they want they want us to be angry. They want us to be scared. If they can keep us angry and scared, they're going to keep pushing their fucking peer, fear propaganda on us. CNN, Fox, MSNBC, all of them. This all of them that they're doing. There's not 24 hours worth of news to be told to the entire nation. There isn't. Okay, so what do they do? They just uh, they they speak to your bias. They're going to tell you exactly what you want to hear. They're going to talk about the same shit over and over again, and they're going to get you angry as fuck, dude. Dude, I can sit there and I can watch any news network, and I'll sit there and get angry as fuck right there with them. Like about potato head, and I know exactly what they're doing. I know exactly, yeah, the potato head bullshit. I know exactly <laughs> what they're doing. I know they're just trying to make me mad, and I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, man, I'm mad. I'm mad as fuck. I'm watching Fox News just like a dog, like somebody like on the other side of the fence shoot me with a BB gun, just like mad as fuck. You know, that's like I was saying about an hour ago. Like I don't. I don't watch news no more. Man. You can't because it's, it it's all fucking bullshit. It's all bullshit. I wish there was a news outlet. I'm trying to find one that like really is like unbiased and I not could, just for and just give you the news. Just, and just sh- the news. And shut off thirty just minutes of just the news yes. and shut the fuck up. I couldn't yes. tell you. Give like, me thirty no news. So if anyone's watching this. Let like me know. WCBI or something. Like nothing political. Just straight just, fucking nothing, news. No politics. It's just gotta be like you know fucking. This guy won. So and so in so and so county got his fucking leg blown up by a fucking World War II landmine. Well, <laughs> who knew they were news, out there? Right? You know, like fucking, yeah, that's fucking news. Right? Nobody knows what you're saying, Mo. <laughs> that was a good headline, huh? Wes. Good oh, random yeah, headline. Yeah, fucking, you know. Uh, we're I could keep be dropping f bombs. Are we? Mo's telling us to use less less f bombs. I say we use more f bombs. Okay. For the rest of the episode. Fuck episodes. potato head. <laughs> potato kidding. head was a f- cucumber. I could see where everybody could get mad about it. But he's a fucking. Do y'all potato. know what he's talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they, they so now, now you've got a Mister Mrs. No, potato Head, but they're still. But there's no longer going to be a Mister Mrs. Potato Head. Potato potato be potato is there a Mister as well as a no gender Potato Head? I mean, well, they never rid, do they eradicate. The they're mister. getting rid of Mister. <laughs> they're, they're eradicating. Yeah. So now, so you got male and female Potato Heads, but it's just like well, I want you know, to make Mister Potato Head. Same article I read that. They used to when Miss Potato Head started, it didn't come with a potato, and you had to plug the eyes and face into your own vegetable. Wow. Damn. Is that real? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's an interesting piece of information that I didn't know. But like, yeah. right? Hear me yeah. out. And then Hasbro took over. And yeah. then, uh, if, if Potato Head was a cucumber shaped like a dick, you could see where it would be. <laughs> It'd be cucumber right? head. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I'm, that's not the point. It would be like shaped like a penis-ish 
And you could see where you would get mad about it, right? No. Maybe. No? Me no. neither? I don't either. The potatoes kind I've of never seen chilled. a penis-shaped cucumber. I mean, I know they're long. <laughs> I'm kind of long and cylindrical. <laughs> I've never seen it. a fucking gender on a potato head anyways. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? There's no genitalia on a fucking potato head. It's a potato. Yeah. It's kind of stupid. So my kid just got a potato head for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like both of them. It was a potato but head or a Mr. See, potato head. It was a Mr. Potato head, but it had both in it. But like, it's still something now. Like before it was a man, and now it's just this it's other just, thing. Just, but that's still a thing, though. Like they're still pushing this other. But, does but it what is it? Mustache? That's what I'm, there is, but it's something, though. Yeah, it's, it's not something. like you can make like a nothing potato. Like it's still, that would just be a potato. Right. It would just so a, there's, a loaded yeah, baked potato. So there's a Mr. Potato, and now they have a loaded potato. Loaded potato. He's on junk. He's on fucking crack What they're saying is, is that what they're trying to push is the fact that they're not gonna like gen- like they're gonna let the kid pick the gender that, of the potato. Oh, you know what so I mean? So they're gonna they're gonna make it a Mister if they want to make. I it guess a or, okay. or a Mrs. if okay. they want to. So and it's not gonna be like a gender neutral potato. It is. How do you make but that, but a that fucking is a, potato gender but then, neutral but that when is they don't a, have genitalia? I'm not educated enough on this to have this conversation. I'm gonna be honest with you. It I doesn't really make sense at all. Well, it comes down to like every point of view at some point starts to lack sense. Let's you just, know what I mean? Like when you get to the it. fringe ideas on either side, mm-hmm. don't know if it's the right or the left, either one, when you start getting to the fringe, you start leaving logic behind. Well, that's I mean, why we have like a two party system instead of like a 10 party system when you can have like some random like fascist takeover. So I actually am against the two party system. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually think it's a terrible thing. I think because there's absolutely no way that when you narrow down to two parties, that you can accurately, um, you can accurately well, represent the values of an entire country well, with two parties to, though, because you don't have any crazy fringe ideas that, that take hold like like freaking well they just take know, hold within Nazis the party like World War Two let's say but then they take but if they do take the whole party yeah then well then well, you're screwed well it okay so fringe idea I'm I'm against obviously I'm against fringe ideas but the problem is okay. There's things on the Democrat side that I agree with, and there's things on the Republican side that I agree with. So there's there's Same very there's very rarely a, a candidate that truly like, um, and like I said, libertarian is probably. I, I think that we need at least three to four parties because, um, you you have like, um, libertarian, authoritarian, right and left, right. That's the that's sort of the that's sort of the when you when everybody only thinks about right and left, they don't think about libertarian, authoritarian, like. Absolute government control would be your fascism, like your absolute government, like controls the economy. It controls the um, morality. It controls every aspect of human life. Absolute libertarian would be, um, well, I, I guess anarchy would be the absolute version of that. But nobody, actually, I mean, there are anarchists out there. But I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're thinking about anarchy, you're not voting for an anarchist party. I am um, anarchy. But but you have the Libertarian Party where I believe that the government should not be involved in the private sector of business and money and should also not be involved in the morality of the country. I think the primary role of government is to protect the citizens from harm, foreign and, and domestic. So an army, basically. Army, Military. police. Uh, I'm not anti-ambulance, firefighters. I'm not anti any of that stuff. I'm not even anti-roads, but I am anti most everything roads yeah i'm not inside like well government funded roads because you have roads that are not government funded yeah um isn't that how the highway system come about oh eisenhower for the the government yeah the military we'll get there signs signs everywhere yeah repping eisenhower yeah Yeah. um general but you 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 run into 
I think that the more gov- power you give a government, especially a government that's in charge of a large group of people, um, power always finds a way, a place to rest its head. But when you give the government the ultimate form of power, um, I don't think that things work out well, typically. And, and so that's why I vote libertarian. I think that I think that opportunity is more important than fairness. And I know that's not a popular view in 2021. So if you had a choice, if you could have the two-party system or you could have, like, the parliament, like, in England. I would probably go closer to parliament. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because I, I don't believe that. I think that if you are, if you 100% align with the beliefs of either party in the United States, then you're probably just a puppet of that party. Yeah. If you agree with everything the Republican or Democratic Party says, mm-hmm. then you probably are just programmed by that party to believe yeah. what you believe. You probably are not really actually thinking things through. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel a lot of times, like economically, I like fall more towards the right, but then socially, I'm more then you're a libertarian. The left because I don't care what my then, neighbor does. Then you're a libertarian. I just don't care. Then, then so. you need to vote libertarian. Yep. You're yeah. libertarian. Then that's Gold. what I am. Mm-hmm. That's Gold. what li- that's what libertarian is. Yeah. Libertarianism means that. I think that homosexual couples should be allowed to get married and protect their weed farm with AR-15s. <laughs> that's what I think. Okay, like that's what I think that I think that as long as you're not doing something that hurts other people, then you should be allowed to do it. Now, I have my own moral code and compass that I live by. Right? I don't want to have sex with dudes. Okay, but that doesn't mean I need to pass a law. To prevent other people from having sex with dudes, other dudes having sex with each other. What about a weed farm? I'm about that. Maybe I don't want to smoke weed. Maybe I do. But if you want to smoke weed, you have a right to smoke weed. That's your business. If you want to start a weed farm and grow weed, that's your business. If you want to do anything that doesn't negatively affect the life of someone else directly, you have the right to do that. So like Brokeback Mountain Yoga, you're good with that? If you want to do that, that's all you, bro, bro. I'm doing that. All you, man. All you. I don't care. I just think that I think that when you start trying to, to, to adjust the moral compass of other people with laws, and that's my problem with the mask law, okay? Now, this is when the mask law gets tricky because you have the argument that it helps keep me from giving other people the virus, right? right? It's protecting other people. I think that's a very dangerous precedent. When the government can say that I have to wear something, I have to do something in public to protect other people or whatever, I think that's a very dangerous precedent to set. Um, Are there negative repercussions from the libertarian ideology? Absolutely there are. Are there negative repercussions to the democratic ideology? Absolutely there are. The republican ideology, absolutely. Is there any perfect system of government? Absolutely not. Is there anything that we can do that's going to be perfect? Absolutely not, because we're humans. And in any human system, there's problems. And in any human system of government, you're going to have issues. Um, I value opportunity over fairness. That's not a popular view in 2021, as I was saying before. That's not something that people agree with now, and that's okay. And I don't think that we should pass a law saying you should be, you know, like judged or put in jail or whatever for disagreeing with me. But I do believe that the most important thing in the United States of America is to give an equal opportunity to everybody, right? The only way you can do that is if you get let, you back out and you let people have an opportunity. When the government's involved and 
people and humans are the ones who are deciding who gets the opportunity and who doesn't, no one has an equal opportunity. People of color are not going to have equal opportunity. White people are not going to have equal opportunity. Gay people are. Someone is always going to get the short end. But if the government backs out and just makes sure that no one's hurting each other, no one's purposely harming another person's business or property, no one's encroaching on another person's business or property or their person, no one's harming another person, um, and that's the primary role of government, then that allows people to have equal opportunity, right? But, but when you have laws like the Jim Crow laws, that is the government stepping in and preventing other people from having equal opportunity. I think what you mean is just opportunity, though, not equal. Because if you're growing into a rich family, if you you don't even have to work your whole life. You could just start a business to get a loan from your parents for $100,000. Absolutely, but, so but we're, talking, gonna, gonna we're talking equal, equal opportunity from opportunity. the government, you not have. equal opportunity in life. We're talking equal opportunity from government, not equal to opportunity in life. Everyone, there's always going to be something that's holding someone back that's not holding you back, and there's always going to be something that's, that's not holding someone else back that is holding that is holding you back. There's going to be there's going to be drawbacks for everyone. When you start trying to like manage uh, making things equal, that's why I say I value opportunity over equality and fairness. What you're talking about is fairness. When you say that rich people can just get a, get a loan from their parents, that's fairness. That's not fair. I had to go and work my ass off to build my business. You went and got a loan from your parents. That's not fair. But I have the same opportunity under the, the, the government or under the economic system that we have currently. So that's, that's opportunity versus fairness, not awkward opportunity versus equal opportunity. Opportunity is just like you're talking about free market opportunity versus yeah. government guaranteed opportunity. Okay, so should the government step in and make sure that I have all the same advantages that you do? Well, there's no possible way. Yeah, it could never happen. It could never happen. And when yeah. you start trying to make it that way. But what do you think about leveling the playing field for some people? How? What do you think? How do you do that? That would be like scholarships what? for people that don't have any money. So you want the government to step in and make sure that people think, that don't what, have. Just what do you think about that? I don't know. I think that. I think I mean, that obviously if, it's a lot harder for somebody who. I don't think the government parents, should be involved in education. Let's say their parents, uh, you know, are on drugs and they got themselves, you know, into college on their own part as opposed to a person that their parents, uh, you know, paid for them to have. Um, tutoring mm -hmm. and absolutely and you know just basically bought them into college yeah I, I think that when you start putting the government in place over that um i think there's a downside to both systems there's yeah. a lot of non-government aided scholarships that is true though that's that's absolutely that's true um i think that um when you start trying to step in and try to make everything equal for everyone um really what you end up doing is what we have right now so like for right right now okay for one thing college is not worth what it used to be yeah a college degree is not the same thing that it used to be a long time ago okay it doesn't guarantee you a job it doesn't guarantee that you're going to be successful it doesn't guarantee you're going to make a lot of money there's a lot of people with college degrees that 100 percent i don't know what dollars doing that 100 percent do not have um it didn't improve their life at all okay it may have made them more well-rounded but it didn't financially improve their life. I think that when you start trying to manage 300 million people and you try to make an equal opportunity for everyone, really what you end up doing is making a clusterfuck and waste a lot of money and you really don't solve anything. Do, do I think that schools should take people 
and give them opportunities based on, um, you know, their merit and their work ethic and their background. I don't think there's any problem with that as long as it's done on a small scale in the private sector. I think when the U.S. government steps in and does it, though, they fuck it up because they're trying to do it on too too large of a scale. What about schools that are in really poor neighborhoods that have no funding? See, I think those schools should get equal funding. From who, though? Well, I'm not so, I'm not 100 percent pro um, really public school systems. Yeah. Okay. So, because I've I have a pretty fringe idea when it comes to public school system. Homeschooled. I was homeschooled, mm-hmm. and I went to private school. Um, mm-hmm. uh, now that was because my I had a father and a mother that both worked extremely hard for me to have an advantage in life and to be well educated. I threw that shit in the trash can and didn't go to college and started an MMA gym. Well, they right? did have some pretty good ideas, though, about the – you told me that you were taught, uh, like, public speaking. Like, right. I, w- I was taught how to communicate well. I was taught uh, how to read well. Um, I was taught how to – I was taught work ethic. Um, I was taught very differently than the way kids are taught in public school now. I was. Um, I still was taught history – I was still taught economics. I was still taught, and I went to and I, and I graduated from a private school. I didn't graduate from homeschooling, um, but I was I was I was taught differently than other kids were. I think that the majority, and I don't think we should one hundred percent just get away. We couldn't one hundred percent just get away with the public school system that we have currently. There's no way you could go and shut down. So, would you say in your homeschooling, you, you learn more than just? Math, history, English, like one hundred percent core values, right? That they don't mm-hmm. teach in school. Core values. Here, here's what I think. I think he was that in the military too, right? He Marine Corps, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dan, okay. Dan and Wes were both we in the Marine Corps. Core Damn right, baby. You know, I run, I run my gym and my kids' class and everything. I, I, I live my life by a set of core values. You know, um, everything I do, I try to do it based on my core values. But I mean, they don't teach that in school. One hundred percent, they do you not. Only get English, math, whatever, science, history, science, bullshit. Yeah, like, well, it's not bullshit, but no, um, it's not. I, I didn't mean that, but I, mean, I know what you mean, et cetera. How about that? I think that. <laughs> That's my yeah, worst. that's my word. Bullshit is my word. For I didn't take that class, but um, the bullshit class, etc. Class. I took the bullshit no, class. I took like, a lot of fucking bullshit class because the only I, thing I take out of it is English and, it, I mean, of course, English and then math. I think that ninety percent of American students should be in trade school by ninth grade. Yeah, for sure. That's what I believe. I believe that ninety percent. I think that to now, isn't that the that's kind of the format though. for EMCC though? Isn't that it what is. they do? But then it's like yeah. you're gonna be when you're like 14. You know you're gonna be a carpenter, like maybe right? You but don't you don't know that you're going to college. So why are we prepping yeah. everyone to go to college? But yeah, right. it's true. But college is definitely more general. You have at least two more years to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. If you start when you're 14, like saying that you're, I think gonna that be get, a, I think putting people in the workforce at 22 years old is a waste. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. I think I think that that most people at 14 years old know if they're going to college. Well, really? I mean, for the most part, yeah. Sure. I, like the reason most people don't know what they're going to college for is because there's not a lot of things in college that you can do for normal ass fucking people like me. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I mean? A lot of people don't know what they're going to do because I'm going to work with my hands. Oh, okay. exactly. What course is that? And, and, and I think that I think that wasting four years of a person's life teaching them algebra two, trigonometry, advanced sciences that they're never going to use, forcing them to be in school till they're 16, not allowing them to. I, I think that it, I think that if you want to go to college prep, I think that should be available to you. I think that if you want to go to trade school, I don't think that college prep should be a necessity to you, you know. until you're 16 years old. And I think that for the most part, most U.S. Americans in uh, low income. Um, I just realized my microphone was turned the wrong way. 
I think for the most part that most U.S. Americans that are in low-income areas are absolutely wasting their time and their life in college prep courses. Like they're not, they don't want to do that. They don't. And and the other thing about that is, unless you're going into a very specific field with a college prep course, you are not going to make better money with that college degree than you would with a skill in a trade school. That's why I dropped out of college. Right. I had a decision to make when I was in college. I did one year of community college and I had a decision to make. I was like, okay, what do I want to do with my life? Okay, I either want to do real estate investment, I want to open a gym, I want to fight in the UFC, which was not in the cards for me. Oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't. But uh, I imagine and I have the desire after a time, you know. But I, you know, I started thinking, okay, what, what do I want out of life? I want to be an entrepreneur. That's what I want to do. I want to be an entrepreneur. I, li- I like public speaking. I like, uh, I like motivating people. I like helping people. That grind. They don't teach you how to grind in college. Absolutely, they do not. And the other thing about college is, man, college really to – Teachers. You know what, what I mean? Teachers? teachers are very pro-education. I'm not anti-education. I'm not, I'm, no, no, I no. think that education is 100% the, the key to success. I don't think that colleges are educating people anymore. If you want to get an education, go to a fucking library. I'm just saying teachers go to college for how many years? Four years. For, for a basic, like teaching in high okay. school. Okay. They make less than what? I don't know. A lot of fucking people, right? Yeah, they don't make very much. They yeah, make well, I mean, nothing. Like forty grand a year. Yeah, forty grand would be a, would be a good. I did job. not go to college, and I definitely make more than that. Right, one hundred percent. That's yeah. insane, though. Like, right. you wasted four yeah, years. Yeah, it probably takes them like four T- years. Teaching, if they paid only into their into their loan. I think teaching needs to be a calling. If you're going to be a teacher, you have to be called to be a teacher. Oh, it definitely has oh, to. Fuck, be. They if, pay I more. mean, we've all had our bad teachers. Yeah, if, oh, if yeah. you're not, if you don't feel that, like, it's too. It's too tough of a job at too low of a pay, and there's really no great way to fix that in the short term. That's not going to change anytime real soon. If it's not a calling, if it's not something you need, it's sort of like being an entrepreneur. Honestly, if you don't have like a deep need to be an entrepreneur, if you don't, if it's not something that's in you, I'm down. If it's not something that's in you, then you shouldn't do it. You know what? So, about colleges, uh, they've gotten like it, it's, it's like they've over the past, I don't know, maybe a decade or more. Like college is all about po- politics now. It's like True, college is just politicized. I think so. Yeah, I think that it's all been that way for a while. You went, you did a little bit with the GI Bill, right? I did, and I went yeah. for a trade. I, I got a degree in electronics. Um, really, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you use it ever? Mm, I have not. Can uh, well, you get into a field where you can use it? That's how it got me into the field that I just left. Okay. Um, but I didn't actually. I used. I, I worked more with hydraulics and pneumatics than I did. Anything that had to do with electronics. You know how stupid I am is I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I know hydraulics, so I don't know. Pneumatics is air. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hydraulics are, you know. I know hydraulics are. Liquid field and then air field. Okay. Okay. I do know what that is then. All right. So um, the point that I'm making is, is I think that we have a system that's built around very expensive school, people getting into massive amounts of debt for a school that they really don't need. And it's just like these schools, like Harvard, that's worth like, more than a lot of small countries for sure they're worth like a trillion dollars yeah well they're just amassing this giant wealth yeah well they, they spend it on stuff they do spend it they on hoard stuff. it too though i'm sure you know but i'm not i'm not against school if it's in the private sector i don't have a problem with school hoarding wealth i think that as long as they're bringing the amount of value to the community that they're that they're but the problem is when you charge fifty five thousand dollars a year. But when you're Harvard and you, and they, they, I think they take advantage of the kids though. I mean, they say you could take this loan. You, I mean, 
I think Harvard is probably one of the better examples of schools that do do bring the value. Actually, you can't. Well, also Harvard, if you pay. My sister went to Harvard. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. And she didn't pay a dime because she, my parents make under a certain amount of money. I mean, they make, I think it's under, and it's a lot of money. If you make under $100,000, you get to go to Harvard for free if you get in. Wow. So. I shouldn't Which be makes it smack. Exactly. Harvard, Getting in is the key, though. Getting in okay. is the key. Yeah. And then they get, you know, these endowments. You know, people pay Harvard once they become billionaires. Right. And they'll give Harvard, you know, a couple million. I think that... I think that we've been in, we've been educated by our parents. I think we've been ed- educated by society that if you don't go to college, you can't be successful. I think we've been educated by society that if you don't if you don't spend the time going to school and going to college and doing all the right things, that you can't do it. You're, you're not going to be worth anything. And because there was a time that okay, a college degree meant a high paying job, and that's fine. That's a great thing. That's not the case anymore. And I think that you look at people. People like me, college would have been a waste of my time, okay? And I'm not saying that I'm better than college. What I'm saying is that college would have been a been a waste because I looked at it, I said, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to own my own business, and I can either get four years of going to college and learning shit that's really not going to help me in that business, or I can go and open that business and get four years of, of you know hard knocks learning what I need to be successful. And that's what I did. Now, I'm not the most successful person in Mississippi or Columbus or anything like that, okay? I don't, and I don't pretend to be. What I do know is this. I know that there are some people that are wired a certain way, and there are some people that are wired another way. I think some people need college. I think people that want to be veterinarians, people that want to be doctors, people that want to be lawyers, those people need to go to college. That's a sad think, skill, though, right? Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that do four years Learn. of college because Learn. they don't know what um, they want to do with their life. They go to college because they're confused. They go to college because their parents told them that's what they're supposed to do. And I think what we're doing is we're just using it as a way to delay adulthood. That's what it is. It's a way for us. And if you're going to delay adulthood, you would be better off um, going into the military, going and getting in the workforce, learning real life skills, going to trade school and learning things that are going to help you, um, you know, be be successful and be a productive member of society instead of just going to college and drinking it away and getting late for four years. Well, also, I think when you're 18, you have the opportunity from a college loan, from a federal loan, to leave your house and right. just go to school. Um, they're not going to give you a, a, a loan to just you know get out of your house and that's true. You know, get a job. So that's probably why people do it when they're kids. And that's probably a problem because you're you're talking it's a bad thing. Yeah, you're talking about a a super. West super super high interest loan yes. that takes them the majority of their adult life to pay off yes. and they get into the debt no one no one should be giving an 18 year old a hundred thousand dollar loan for them to go to school when they don't even know what they want to do with their life yeah. that's insane but the reason they do it is because you a lot of these uh, loans you can't opt out of you can't file bankruptcy on mm-hmm. you um um, you know, like it's super ridiculous interest and these kids are educated by their parents who don't know any better that this is the only way, this is what you have to do. And there's so many other options and, you know, people, people just, people want you to follow the same path. People want you to do the same bullshit that they either they did or they didn't do that they regret and your parents and society tries to push this shit on you. And it's just, it's a little bit, 
is a little bit fucking ridiculous. I talk about this shit almost every episode. Like it's a little bit fucking ridiculous that we're making decisions. There's people in this gym that I've talked to recently that are making lifelong decisions based on like what their parents want them to do. And they're 20 years old. Really? It's insane. It's fucking crazy. Dude, you're 20. Man the fuck up and make a decision for yourself. Yeah, make it, make man it up, own, yeah. baby. But but they don't want to do that make shit. Some moves. They don't want to make. The, they don't want to man the fuck up because they don't know exactly what they want to do and they're still figuring it out. Let me tell you something, man. A hundred years ago, at fourteen years old, you didn't have a fucking choice. You were fucking in the field working with your fucking hands. You had no opportunity, dude. In twenty twenty one, you have an literally infinite amount of opportunity. That's one of the problems. You have too many opportunities. Yeah. But you have kids sitting at home until they're almost thirty years old or over thirty years old living in their parents fucking basement they don't want to start their life they don't want to pull the fucking trigger they don't want to get out there and pull the fucking trigger and it's it's crazy because you're taught this is the way to do it this is how it works whatever and you you just don't want to pull the fucking trigger let me tell you something decision making and pulling the trigger and being able to do that is one of the most valuable life skills that you can develop trigger pulling pulling the fucking trigger on opportunities pulling the fucking trigger on life the Marines in here fucking <laughs> taking this shit literally as fuck right now. Uh, killing pull, everybody. Too. Pulling the trigger on life. excited. Pulling the trigger on the girl that you want to go talk to. Pulling the trigger on the business you want to open. Making decisions. Flexing that decision-making muscle. You want to know how you get better at making decisions? You want to know how to make, get good at making decisions? Make, make more fucking, fucking decisions. decisions. Practice making decisions. Get the fuck, Pull the trigger just to hear the fucking gun go off, dude. Right. Get out of your parents' house. Quit you, fucking living your life vicariously through your semi-successful dad. Quit fucking living in your in your basement. Quit fucking living in your whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like go fucking be something. And if you fail, and that's one of the problems in our society too, in my opinion, is we we view failure as like the like a, this disgrace, this ultimate disgrace. And it's not, dude. You've got to fucking fail. Like you can't be successful until you fail. The most successful people failed first. Not as bad as Japan. I was just That's watching what I was the show it's, in Japan. It's not feudal Japan. Like, yeah. Do yeah. some. Yeah. You in fail. The gut if they fail. Yeah. If you they fail, do what? They fucking just stab yourself in the gut. And in feudal Japan, <laughs> like if you, then you yeah, get your head Japan. chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> you watch that new. It's a new show on Netflix. I haven't watched it. Oh, you don't watch TV. I do yeah. some. I watch it when I go to bed. What's it called? It was no, dishonorable to fail in feudal Japan. Yeah, like, but the thing about it oh, is, man, you really, like if you failed, you like you failed at life, dude. They, so you like you might as well. It's 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 more honorable to take your own life they, than it was to not. Succeed. They have a Confucius real weird says. system nowadays. Old Japan, I don't know. I don't nowadays know. or old Japan? Oh, nowadays, nowadays even more. With, with nowadays even more with Japan. I don't know. Even closer than that, day. Really? So yeah. they stab themselves still? Yeah. Huh? No, no, they, they do have a really I, high suicide I, I, rate, though. I have, I have a feeling they do. They, that's kind of what I was going to talk about. I yeah. feel like after uh, America kind of um, took over Japan, and we've been uh, there for like since ap- the forties after Hiroshima and, kind of, and Nagasaki. Yeah, I feel like we kind of like did something to them mentally. Yeah. Well, their, they, whole, their whole country. They're yeah, they're a little weird. Um, yeah. I feel so like parents, the, the age of the samurai. Like, their parents were probably telling them shit, though, right? Just like here. I mean, surely to God, the fucking I think, I think new the, age teenagers are not like, oh, what, Hiroshima. I feel like being occupied for up. like 80 years by another country has really uh, affected them. I'm sure it has. It's pretty, it's pretty messed up. I'm sure it has. And that's one pro- one of the problems with the way that we wage war now, in my opinion. But like, we don't take things over. We just kind of like occupy, yeah. you know? Um no, whole nother conversation, that's, but that's a deep conversation. That is a deep conversation, but I mean, for sure, I think that 
I think that a lot of the things they deal with, we deal with here too, in a way, you know, to a certain extent, but it, it is a little different. Um, but when you start to kind of like get into, you get into like, um, like the, the inability to fail and the, and failure no longer being an option and you start don't want to risk it. But I think, I think that if you want to treat, te- teach your kids to be successful, if you want to teach your kids to like really be successful, teach them that it's okay to fail. Teach them that it's okay to take a risk. It's okay to like go out and and start a business and it and and go bankrupt or whatever. And I'll tell you another thing, man. The moment that I got to an age and got into a position that my like success was one hundred percent dependent on my own like effort is when I started to be successful. When I had like. A lot of things keeping me from failing is when I like really didn't thrive. But when I started to have like, okay, you're either going to make it or you're going to lose. That's when I started making it. That's when I started making money. That's when I started being successful. And so, um, you know, the, the, the idea that everybody needs college, the idea that Tyler, I cannot look at all these memes. Um, They're not memes. It's Confucius says. Tyler this keeps passing. He, straight he, out of West Dunham's archives. He says, Confucius say, man who fish in toilet catch nothing but boneless brown trout. <laughs> that was for Confucius, dude. You're oh not supposed God. to say that. So, anyway, I just think I think it's a I think it's a, and not only not only that we live in a we live in a weird society, and this is written on my board up there. We live in a weird this one, uh, where people just don't like winners. No. You know what I mean? Like, like we like, like we old crab and we villainize failure, but then we also villainize winners both. You know, the only people we really like don't villainize are people that don't do shit at all. So if you try some shit and you win, you're a bad guy. Yeah, but then you get accused of like, oh, well, he only did that because exactly people fucking hate winners. And then when you try some shit and fail, you're a fucking failure. And that's the world we're bringing kids up in, dude. Like. Yeah, we've talked about that before, like the, the crabs in the barrel, like the one getting out was like, oh, he's fucking winning, dude. Not fucking Pull that back motherfucker down. back down. But now he's back down here with us. It's like, you fucking, Look at this. you couldn't get out. Well, you, you fucking dude. piece of shit. Yeah, you know, that's fucked up, man. It's insane to me. It, yeah, it's, it's, that's crazy. It's, it's insane. Like, you look at, you look at, um, and look, I'm going to make a, I'll, I'm going to make a super controversial, I'm going to bring up a super controversial topic here. Y'all ready? I'm ready super to, controversial. I'm ready to get in on it. I we're, like We're going to go in because we're, we're out. We're hour and 15 minutes yeah. in. We don't have a lot of time. I'm man. about to have to ride in a minute. Hour and 15 minutes in. Yeah, we've been doing this almost two hours. Um, but the super controversial topic, man, is like you look at like people like Tiger Woods, right? Mm-hmm. Who like, like cheated on his significant other, his wife, I guess, at the time. Yeah. And people just crucified him. Right. Yeah. People just absolutely crucified this guy. And you like you can't even imagine you can't even fathom the amount of temptation this man was under. Most of you fat motherfuckers sitting at home listening to this podcast. You would. The only reason you don't cheat on your wife is because you can't. Did you know Tiger Woods had a People, bad car? We don't have a lot week? of fat piece of shit listening to this podcast. Did you know that? I didn't know that about Tiger. Woods. You did. I did not. Yeah. Like Monday. Wow. Damn. He broke. He had a, a what's it called? A fracture where your bone pops out of your leg. Out of the Compound skin. fracture. Compound. Yeah. So he's got like, he's fucked up bad. Wow. His legs and ankles that are was all this week. fucked yeah. up. Yeah. That saying. just happened. Wow. I did not so realize it's funny that. you bring up Tiger Woods. It is so, funny. So now, right, not only are they talking about Tiger Woods old shit now, now they're bringing up like 
will he ever come back as Tiger Woods? It's like, oh, now you care about Tiger Woods after he's fucked up. Yeah. But when he fucks he's not some, a winner anymore. When he fucks some bitch, he was just fucking piece of shit Tiger Woods. Yeah, now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's okay for him to fuck some bitch, but here's the thing. I'm not either. Okay. Most of the dudes that talk yeah, shit about Tiger Woods are like dudes that like would have done the same shit times 100 given the opportunity, but they're fat piece of shit ass riding around in a fucking uh you know ford taurus and and you know don't haven't hasn't done shit and they're fat as fuck and yeah. make you know thirty thousand dollars a year stop talking about me and my people that's the that's the that's the people <laughs> that are talking shit and fuck it's you, like man. dude when I, I heard a comedian say one time they were like you know he, he had sex with 22 women yeah and when you had sex with 22 women but you had twenty thousand tens throwing themselves at you like that's just Driving the bucket. That's right? true love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only fuck twenty two. That's true love. Yeah. That's real love. Like people talking shit about Arnold for fucking the maid. Hey, Don't Arnold? get me wrong, man. No, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh -huh. He fucked his maid and had a kid with her. And was it a French maid? No, I don't remember. I think she was Hispanic. I'm oh, not just sure. a white ass fucking. I mean, you know the French maid style outfits. No, that's why. I was yeah, she wasn't about. attractive. She wasn't like you. But look, with French oh, she was ugly as dude, fuck. Dude, this yeah, she was ugly. But this dude has I been. Both worlds. This dude has been shooting nothing but net since like 1970. It's fucking Arnold. This dude, dude is Arnold Schwarzenegger. This motherfucker, dude, he came to this country. He's crushed so many worlds, you know. Yeah, yeah for real. He comes Politics, to this country. He gets famous Terminator. for lifting weights. He got famous for lifting weights. Yeah. Motherfucker, nobody to that point had ever Easy been famous star. for lifting weights. Easy. Then he's like, oh, dude, I don't even speak the language, but I'm going to get famous in movies. Dude, it does it. you sound like a fucking retard. You don't even speak English well. I How are you gonna? Not, I still love you, baby. I'll be back. Like you, do, you don't even speak the language. <laughs> no. But they're badass he movies. He fucking made. He made epic movies. The best movies. Some some of the most epic movies in cinematic history. Arnold Schwarzenegger made. Then he, he said, the "Fuck that, dude. I'm going to marry a Kennedy and run for governor on the biggest state in terms of like population." In your entire country, and he won and became governor of California. Is he not a first non-American to do that? I'm not sure. Not all that. I guarantee he's the first person in the history of this universe to do <laughs> all that. Not all that. Yeah, yeah I'm just curious about his like nationality. He's not American. He's no, he's Austrian. He's Austrian, but like, so he gained citizenship here and then became fucking governor. Yeah. You just can't become that's, president if you're from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But still, that's crazy though. It's right? insane. He he gained the highest office he probably could under weightlifting from weightlifting from weightlifting dude think about that just pumping this iron. dude has been fucking on motherfuckers his whole life he's nothing like but he like invented like not invented but like he was he brought pop, he bought brought bodybuilding like, yeah. to like the pop culture to the mainstream yeah, yeah. then became a, a world-renowned movie star then became governor what do you think about body bodybuilding what do you mean like what's what do you think about the whole like getting tanned Sports, up and tanned up do I think that it's healthy? Do I no, think is it something like, I would do? I think it's I think that what they do is impressive. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it takes a lot of discipline. Is it something I'm into? Not necessarily. I think the getting tanned part is super gay. Uh, like, well, it makes your muscles like, look better. I know it look, you look more defined, <laughs> but just I just a, think it's, it's super fucking gay. <laughs> you got to get like a super dark self tanner just to fucking be in a competition. It's yeah. So dumb. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, why couldn't they just wear be like? Regular, because then yeah. all the black guys will win. Where no, that's why. Oh, because your muscles look more. Your defined, muscles look more defined tan. if you're tan. So all the black guys. Will. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. 
it's not something that I would ever do necessarily. It's not something that I'm into. Not something that I'm interested in competing in. I was kind of weird. I don't think it's a it. sport. I don't call it a sport. And I know bodybuilders are probably going to freak out about that. I don't. Uh, to me, it's the same thing as like other friends. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I, I have a few. Um, it's not a sport to me, but it is like it's a pageant. Yeah, is what yeah. it is. It's a pageant. Yeah, it's the same thing as a pageant. You look at you look like a Miss America and a bodybuilding competition. It's essentially the same thing. That's true. You know, that's a good um, comparison. But the, but I mean, to win Miss America is still like a super impressive thing, and win oh, yeah. Mr. Universe is a super oh, impressive yeah, thing. Sure. I'm not taking anything away from the guys. The work ethic, the diet, the exercise routines, the amount these guys work to get there is unprecedented. It's unprecedented what they do. Yeah. That being said, is it something that I would ever do? No. Uh, so I don't know if that answers your question. What I think about yeah. it. Um, I do it. But people just people just don't like people don't like winners, man. And everybody loves the rock right now. Let him go into politics, man. Let him go into politics. Yeah. Or, or let him fuck up one time. To, uh, one go for president. You want to want him to for president. Well the thing I mean, about it is dope for him to go for president, sure. he's gonna have to make a political stand. And he, could just and he has not done Putin. that yet. He could just really body slam Do we know Putin. what side he's on? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Do you know what side he's on? I don't know. If I had to guess he'd probably run Democrat. I I'd, I'd guess that too. That would be my like I, I and would he'd be, win he came from like nothing too though. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah, yeah. he's a good dude too. I, mean, I don't know about how. And good he was the highest paying movie star. Yeah, like, last like, year. So like, he conquered before. movies, wrestling. Yeah, he would be conquered. the next Arnold. Schwar- he would be like yeah. a step up, really. He, yeah. Like he's a fucking absolute. He, I don't care what he he's runs. Just not as, from he's, another country. That's what Arnold has. Yeah. Like. But he, besides that, but he's still dark. And he was still broke. Yeah. He grew up in a, you know. And you know he's got that show now, and the premise of his new show on Hulu. Does he have a new show? Yeah, he's got a new show on Hulu, and it's like about his life. And the premise of it is he's being interviewed as he's running for the president. And yeah, about being president. Yeah, already putting into people's heads. Yeah, and then he's like getting all his dirty laundry aired out there. Nothing but net, bro. Uh Nothing but net. He's fucking. Wow, he's smart. He's getting he's getting all his dirty laundry because he got he got arrested for like shoplifting and shit. He's a fucking. I don't care if he runs a Democrat or Republican man. He's a fucking winner. And Donald Trump, dude, he's a fucking winner. He's a winner. winner. You may hate him, but he's he's a a fucking fucking winner. But he he may be weird, but he's a fucking winner. He figures out. He figures out how to win, dude. He figures out. He just figures it out. He figures out how to win. He just took a hard L, though. He, I mean, really, kind of. second term of president of the United States is like getting second place and out of three hundred. Bad to, you know, it's a bad, it's a bad mark, but he'll he'll be all right. I'm just saying, right? Be, it doesn't it, take it, away from the fact of everything he's done. I no. mean, the dude got famous for being rich. Yeah. He got he got famous for being rich. Then got on a show where he fired people. Then got elected president of the United States and served for four years. Like holy shit, you know what I mean? Like, like this guy is, and they love this fucking guy. People yeah. love this fucking people guy more him. than anybody else. Well, We're in well, Trump some people do. Right now. We're in Trump country. Yeah, yeah. People here love him for sure. Dan, I'd love to have you on next week to talk about your fight. Um, I know you're fighting a guy to Oklahoma next week on the Tupelo card. Um, just don't put him. I wouldn't put those headphones back on since they fell off your head. Uh, you're fighting a guy on the Tupelo card yep. next weekend. It's going to be a, a great night. I'm really excited about that. Love to have you on next week. We can talk about the results. The win, brother. The get that, get that yeah. W, that knockout yeah. W. That's what I'm calling I'm right now. So as I go into next week, I'm calling a knockout win. Um, we'll talk about it on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Man Up Podcast. If you got some value out of it, you enjoyed yourself, make sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever you listen on. Go join the Man Up group on Facebook. You can follow me on or the Jimmy, the one on Instagram. Um, I'm also on TikTok, Jake underscore Superman, Supa with an A. 
underscore Reeves on TikTok. Uh, I put, you know, jujitsu techniques, all that stuff on there, clips of the podcast, whatever. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you guys on the next episode of the Man Up Podcast. This has been episode number 18. Peace.